0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this week's edition of Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason, this is episode 193, and the fun thing about doing the intro almost last in the order of recording is that I know everything that's going to happen, and you don't! Ha! How do you like that? I bet you don't! Well, you know, it's just the way the world works. Uh, Welcome to the show. How are you doing? It is Halloween Day at the time I am recording this, and it is the day after Halloween that you are uh, listening to this. um, All Saints Day, I believe they call that in the wider world. I hope everybody has a nice time. I hope if you are going out to trick-or-treat that you are of age where it's not creepy or have children, uh, because if you're closer to my age and you are going out dressing up and are not going to a, you know, kind of ironically-themed party, then you probably are kind of creepy. Um, You're kind of like... What's his name? Roger Smith? The Cure? What's his name? Anyway, uh, Halloween every day for him. He's pushing 60 and still dresses up like he was 13. Same with uh, the guy from... uh, All of the guys from Green Day. It's not a good look when you're old, guys it in I'm not saying go like full tiki torches and polo shirt white nationalist kind of thing but you know you know just this must be the place That's all I'm gonna say since last we spoke ladies and gentlemen we have some new gun for me some Final Fantasy 7 for me uh possibly some Little King story I may not have mentioned and some blood from Scarlet now I have not uploaded anything in a few days Uh, My internet's been weird. It's either noise in my line or modem. Got a modem on the way. See if that cleans it up. If not, we're going to come out and look at the noise on the line. So, nothing uploaded. I was trying really hard to have Gun done um, for Halloween since it was October's monthly. I didn't make it. I apologize. I'll get it done as quick as I can. Um, Not that I can't upload, but it takes a really long time. Anyway. Anyway. We also have a new Mystery Science Theater, Alien from L.A., starring... uh, Kim Cattrall, I think. I think that's a Kim Cattrall vehicle. It's a weird movie. I own the original for some reason. And uh, new soundtrack being King's Field 2. I don't know what that is. Somebody played it. It was next on the list. So Kingsfield 2. And uh, there it is, and there you go. Oh, finished streaming uh, the Final Fantasy VI three-character run thing. The videos are already, but until my uploads Right now, what should take half an hour takes nine hours. So once that's sorted out, I'll start uploading everything again. Um, that's it. Space hunter Samus Aran returns to battle a planet crawling with evil creatures bent on universal domination in this bigger than ever sequel to the NES classic Metroid. Take control! Guide Samus through cavernous corridors, ancient ruins, and alien traps. On the mysterious planet of the Metroid, you'll find artifacts of a lost civilization that grant amazing powers. Cut through creatures in a buzzsaw blur, roll through hidden tunnels, and climb sheer walls. A battery backup allows you to save your progress as you fight to the heart of the planet and search for the merciless Metroid leaders. If you are a cunning explorer, you'll earn the best of several super endings. Enter this exciting Metroid sequel and experience the thrills of Game Boy like never before. And as this is a sequel to Metroid, this is clearly Metroid 2 Return of Samus or Return of Smouse. If you're a Kool-Aid commercial, look it up. It's for the Game Boy, developed and published by Nintendo in 1991, and one of my favorite Metroid games. Um, i put this one over Fusion and Zero Mission any day of the week. Of course, I'll put just about anything over Fusion and Zero Mission, because I think they're dumb. Fusion is especially dumb. Zero Mission is dumb and didn't have to exist. But we're not talking about those. We're talking about Metroid 2, The Return of Samus. I played this on the Super Game Boy, actually, so it's all console, no deaths best ending I believe uh, 100% I know this game really well and it's uh, one of my favorite I even put this over AM2R AM2R was fine it's not Metroid 2 it's somebody's idea of what Metroid 2 should be it's not actually a just upgrade to Metroid 2 so shouldn't even call it that anyway Metroid 2 6 episodes you know not too long Give it a shot. Let's just see what we have here. Looking around that one for sure. <clears throat> wow, people are all over on this one. Officials got one. I would read it. But it's a detailed one, and Officials detailed ones are never very good. Lots of fours and fives in the quick reviews. About a four average for the full reviews. The detailed review is much harsher. Uh, probably more like a three and a half, four average. All of our usuals are in the detailed, and I don't want this to take a million years. D Jelly he did a review. I read his walkthroughs. Walker, Bo Olmsford is here. These are all. I need. I need somebody that didn't like it. Is the problem? We'll do that one. This might go. This might go for a while. Okay. Obviously, the best adventure game on the NES. A Metro interview by D Jellybean from November first, nineteen ninety nine. The Space Year, nineteen ninety nine. A review nearly as old as the game itself. Except the game came out in 1987. So that's, that's about halfway. Anyway, well, this game was made very early, mainly during the early years of Nintendo, so that can explain for the Mario Brothers' graphics. Despite the fact the graphics were fairly good and the music was pretty catchy as well. This was the first of the highly successful Metroid series, but it just didn't work out too well in Japan. Well, enough talk. On to the review. D Jellybean, that was not a great opening. Graphics, 7 out of 10. The graphics in this game were done pretty well, with a lot of character sprites being used on the enemies and the stages. However, background design was almost completely absent, as all you would see is just black in the background most of the time. The game did not show any signs of slowdown at all, which is a good thing, and the graphics were easy to bear. Overall, Nintendo did a fairly good job in the graphics department. Oh no. Is this going to be another one where every paragraph ends with overall? Overall, overall, overall. Yep, guys, what we need to have an intervention. <laughs> Music and sound, a 9 out of 10. The music in this game was a more adventurous type of music rather than the spooky music found in Super Metroid. The music was rather catchy at times and would change from different areas in the game. In fact, this game even had boss music, which was the first game to do so. The sounds were a little edgy since there were just bleeps and bloops, but not the last bit annoying. Overall, Nintendo did an excellent job in this department. Bleeps and bloops, but not the last bit annoying. That reminds me, you guys ever read Eye of Argon? Look it up and read it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna spoil the ending for you. Okay, the Eye of Argon ending. From the Lost Chapter. A chapter that was lost for like 30 something years. Long leave the king. Long leave the king. Look it up. You can read it for free online. Replay value, 10 out of 10. There were a lot of rumors going on about the hidden areas in the game. In fact, they were true! In fact, even if you had beaten the entire game, you probably explored only a third of the game's total areas there were at certain areas in the game where you can use a wall door technique that lets you explore the uncharted areas in the game. Well, some may call this a glitch. The extra areas in the game were very unique. But there was a point in the game where you, if you had messed up on the wall door technique, you would stay at ball form and become stuck forcing you to start the game over again, which hurted me at times. But these areas that were supposedly unfinished were simply awesome. You can't get to these side areas by doors or shooting your way through blocks. I'm not sure if it was intentional or not intentional, but I'm I'm glad Nintendo didn't do a thing about it. Also in some of these hidden areas were unfinished rooms, so you might find yourself stuck. But oh well. Start the game over again. Overall, Nintendo has done a simply remarkable job in this department with literally a ton of replay value. That's right. 2,000 pounds of replay value. Not British pounds sterling either. Those, Those are glitches, man. You're doing things that you shouldn't be able to do. It's not taking you to a new area. It's not sure how to write what you're doing. Be Jelly Bean. This this hurts me. Gameplay, 10 out of 10. The gameplay was very easy to adapt to in this game. It was like Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Alright, I'm done. I'm done reading your review. As soon as you make that, no. No, I'm just done. I don't even care. That's right. Two weeks in a row, I have walked out on a review. I didn't even walk out on Exorcist the Beginning or Dominion. Those were terrible movies. Some games stand the test of time. Some games were never great to begin with. A Metroid review by Psycho Penguin. Reviewed April 2nd, 2000. Wow, another old one. And update, this one can vote in the upcoming uh, midterm elections, which you should be doing as well. If you vote. Listen, listen. I don't know who listens to this. I really don't. Here's the thing. If you vote, if you vote in the midterm election, if you vote early, absentee, whatever, take me a picture of your ballot, if you have it. Uh, Doesn't have to be filled in. Take me a picture of your ballot. Put something on the picture that I can determine that it is you. Take a picture of you with your I Voted sticker. Put it in the Low Bias Gaming Facebook group. I will do a let's play request for you <laughs> i mean let's not go nuts no, no like persona games but nintendo super nintendo sega game if you vote get me something a uh, picture that like that says that you voted 16 bit or less game uh to uh I'll, I'll play it for you how about that lord of the dance uh, updated september 13th 2003 psychopegman played the game again and decided you know what i can do better Released in 1986, Metroid chronicles the adventure of a young bounty hunter named Samus Aran, whose mission is simple, to exterminate the remaining Metroids and bring peace to the galaxy. It's a pretty original storyline for its day, and it blends in well with the space-like atmosphere of the game. The storyline was even used as a focal point of later efforts, so more points to it there for actually starting a continual storyline. Metroid is a unique game for a few reasons. It was one of the original games to depart from the typical stage progression that most games of the era had. Zelda and Pitfall were a couple of others. It was also unique in that pretty much everyone loved it without noticing its severe flaws that prevent it from being an all-time classic. Here we go. It's certainly a fun game, but Metroid does not stand the test of time that well, and considering that it was never good to begin with, that's not the best sign in the world. Don't get me wrong. Metroid is a perfectly competent game that tries its best to be a fun adventure game. It's totally unique in that your path is not preset for you. You have to eventually get from point A to point B, but getting there is not as simple as clearing some levels or killing some enemies. You have to use your brain and figure out where to go next. For instance, let's say you're in a vertical scrolling room and you see a door. But you can go up some more and you see another door. Which door do you take? That's part of what makes Metroid such a captivating game. However... It's also one of Metroid's major flaws. Every room looks pretty much the same as the one before it. Sure, they're separated by colors, but none of the areas really have unique elements that will stand out in your mind. You are a liar, sir. As I am reading this, I'm thinking, this is what Brinstar looks like. This is what uh, Blue Criteria and Gold like. I I know what Upper Metroid and Lower uh, Upper Metroid. I know what Upper Norfair and Lower Norfair looks like. I know what Cradles Lair looks like. None of these places look remotely. you couldn't confuse Norfair for Turian. Creating your own map is a must if you want to complete this game. It's also not true. As developers decided to be as helpful as can be by not including a game map for you to figure out where the hell you are. And if you don't make one, you will get lost. A lot. About a quarter of the game is gray, quarter is red, quarter is blue, and a quarter is yellow. Therefore, the screens will all blend in and you will just be trying to figure out where to go next. That is so not true. I mean, I've played the game a bunch of times. I know my way around. But even then... Like, rooms aren't mirror images of each other, and they're not copied and pasted. Plus, there's not a terrible amount of action to be found in this game. Most of the enemies are your basic creatures and only require a few shots to kill. The patterns are pretty easy to figure out, so eventually you'll just get bored of them. New enemies are few and far between, so you'll have to put up with the same type of enemies a lot, which just gets plain boring after a while. To create some variety, some enemies take missiles to kill. But you know, it's pretty much as simple as figuring out, oh, this creature isn't being hit by my normal weapon. Let me switch to missiles. Not really epic gameplay there, folks. Uh, this goes on. Uh, that's, again, kind of not true. The password system was also a bad idea right from the start. I know the concept of a battery save was still foreign for the most part. I believe Zelda didn't come out until after this game was already released in America. But the idea of writing down a 40-plus letter password every time I wanted to quit was a tad annoying. Plus, you actually had to die in order to get your password, and you'd have to start over from the beginning of the planet you were. Sentence. Therefore, there are no checkpoints or save points, and that also provided me quite annoying factor that prevented me from enjoying the game as much as possible. Wow, it's almost like a game that did all the things that game at the games at the time did. Maybe could have done things better. Huh. Some of the first Nintendo games, you would think. Maybe they would have Super Nintendo features. I hate you. I was in a good mood. Tell this. Thankfully, the game has a lot of good points, which prevents it from going down the crapper. The game may be a little confusing at first, but the idea of the gameplay was top-notch stuff for its time. Oh, so now you're okay with it being old. You need to find everything from missile tanks to missile tanks to special weapons that's what it says, which help you complete your quest. They're hidden throughout the game, so you'll need to go to different areas of the game to find them. This kind of gameplay is also seen in such classics as Symphony of the Night. Stop. Stop. people do you understand this game is like 20 years older than symphony of the night and there were other games in between it wasn't symphony of the night pong metroid super metroid that is not that is not the transition symphony of the night is a terrible game you ever played it have you ever like really played it and I was just like, everybody loves this game, I should try it. No, just play it. It's not good. It is bad. Give this game another try. Or, excuse me, gave this game another try, and I was really surprised. Zylo. Uh, May 4th, 2007, updated March 21st, 2008. The main character in this vi- in a, a video game, excuse me, is usually a man. The reason why it's an it's usually a man is because it usually it's usually males who play video I'm so angry, I can't even read. It's usually males who play video games, except games like The Sims. That uh, this might also be the reason why many of the female characters are very sexy and often only gets kidnapped and the hero has to save his lady. But there's one female character that didn't need to look like a supermodel to be one of the most beloved video game characters. All she needed was to look like the bounty hunter Boba Fett from Star Wars because everybody sees Samus and thinks, ah, Boba Fett and use her great arsenal of weapons to destroy many aliens. Since you clicked on this review, you already know, I'm talking about Samus Aran the best space hunter in the galaxy. I like hunting space. You know what? Hold on. Quick search for Castlevania. Nothing. Just checking. While many heroes usually start as a rookie when the series begins, Samus Aran is already a known name in her galaxy. Uh, as an elite space hunter. In this game, she's about to do one of her most important missions yet. Space pirates have become a huge problem for the Galactic Federation, and since most of the known space hunters have already failed to stop the space pirates, the Federation gives the mission to Samus Aran. Her mission is to defeat Mother Brain, the leader of the space pirates, and her two underlings, Kraid and Ridley. Metroid is a mix of a shooter and a platform game. Samus can use her arm gun to defeat all the enemies that stands in her way, but jumping and dodging from the enemy bullets is almost just as important. You also have to jump a lot if you want to reach all the places in the game. When Samus defeats an enemy, it will hopefully drop a purple ball that will give Samus more health points or more missiles if she have learned how to use those. What made Metroid stand out for most of the other Nintendo games was that you didn't go from one stage to another one, but instead you had a whole world that you could explore in almost every order you want to. But to get to all the places in the game you have to get a few upgrades that you will find during the game. It was also a bit different from most of the other games that took place in space, but that you never get a chance to control a spaceship. Uh, the perhaps most known upgrade is the ball transformation equipment. That's called the Marumari, Zylo. Uh, you find this right away when you start the game. This upgrade allows Samus to turn into a small ball, which means she can go to places that she was too tall to get to otherwise. Later in the game, it's also possible to find an equipment that allows Samus to drop bombs while she's rolling around in ball mode. Another of her most known upgrades is to fire special powerful missiles, unlike regular powerful missiles. Oddly enough, Next sentence, unlike Samus's regular bullets, she has to find this missiles, which are all over the space colony the game takes place on. But This missiles do much more damage on regular enemies, but the missiles are also the only thing that can open a few doors. These doors are pink instead of regular doors that can be destroyed with Samus’ regular weapon, which are blue. While there are many things that makes this game really enjoyable to play, there are a few things that make it less enjoyable to play. The first thing that comes to mind is since the game is so big, but not split in stages, it's really easy to get lost. Many of the rooms also look identical with another rooms, which makes it even harder to know where you should go next. The sequels to this game prevented that problem by giving the player a map in the games, which showed where the player hasn't been. Of course, you could change this by either drawing your own map and write notes so you won't get lost, or you could just look for a map on the internet. Either way, doing this makes the game a lot more enjoyable, since then you won't have to worry about getting lost all the time. After a while, you will start to remember how to find things in the game. Another thing that I personally dislike is the password system. Since the game is so big, you have to write passwords if you want to beat this game without using a guide. Normally, that wouldn't have been a problem, but the password system contains all the letters of the English alphabet, both with capital and regular letters. There are also a few symbols like 1 through 9 and a question mark. And just like many other old games, it's next to impossible to see the difference between a zero and a letter O. That is true. Kid Chris, same thing. I think everyone who reads this have at least once written down a password from a game and then got the message that the password didn't work. Thankfully, The Legend of Zelda introduced batteries in video games the same year as Metroid was released. So to save... Uh, future... So the save future saved us from writing down a zillions of passwords. Maybe I should mention that even if I personally hate the password system, there are many who have created really strange passwords for the game. For example, it's possible in some way to write the password, all your base are belong to us, and it will work. The best way avoid this problem is to just beat the game in one session, then you don't have to worry about this. Sorry, I had a phone call. Another thing that can be really annoying is that when you start the game, Samus always has 30 health points, no matter how many energy capsules you have found that increase your health with 99 health points. Most of the enemies drops the purple balls if you are lucky that heals you only with only 5 points, which means it takes forever to fill up all your energy capsules. Oh, and almost every enemy does more than 5 damage every time they hit you, so once you have died, you may not want to try again. The last thing that can turn, many, uh, turn away many players from this game is that you have to find every upgrade for Samus. Don't get me wrong, the whole point of the game is to see Samus getting stronger and stronger, but she's almost useless in the beginning. she even have to find an upgrade to allow her to shoot her regular bullets through the whole screen. Of course, this also makes the upgrades a lot more satisfactional to get than in most other games. The funny thing about this game is that once I tried to beat the game, I got lost and decided that the game wasn't worth more of my time and reviewed it and gave it a 5. Then months later when I did my top 10 NES movie on YouTube... Zylo's on YouTube? Oh my god. YouTube.com. Please just be Zylo the Wolf. Zylo the... Wolf. What phone? Simon So I found a Zylo, 24 subscribers, I don't think it's the same one. He has two uploads, they're fairly recent. Um, there's a Shining Force, there's a Wolf Zylo, Wolf Baron Zylo, Wolf Man Zylo. A lot of Shining Force walkthroughs. Not Xylo Wolf Bane. one subscriber, one video. That's 100% turnaround. Good job. Uh, the Xylo the Wolf on top. Left-handed, bisex, furry, O-W-O. I don't know. I mean, people gonna do. People gonna do. It's unfortunate. I should send him a message. Who are you on YouTube? Anyway. Um... Here we go. Months later, when I decide, when I did my top 10 NES movie on YouTube, I decided to give Metroid another try, this time with using a map, and it made the game a lot more fun. Maybe it was a little bit of cheating, but it sure made the game a lot more enjoyable to play. Until I kicked Ridley Crate, and Mother Brain's butts, playing Metroid was the only thing I had in mind. And therefore, I think this game deserves a much higher rating. It's indeed one of the NES biggest classics once really get into it. Into it. Excuse me. Four and a half. You know what, Xylo? Can I have a thing? Guy, still active. Votes on the polls. Doesn't have a bio. <laughs> His signature from Endgamer64, Xylo, you're making less sense every day. <laughs> oh boy, I need to track down this Xylo guy because I need to see this this video. Anyway, Xylo, I want to thank you for writing the only review we did today. You are awesome. You're my favorite. ladies and gentlemen it is time for the news and our lead story people different from us you know it's halloween the day i'm recording this and it's the day after halloween the day you're listening to this so, this is timely. Halloween won't be quite so frightening for residents of Nottinghamshire, England, now that a killer clown has been apprehended and sentenced to 11 weeks behind bars, plus another 18 weeks that had previously been suspended. Well, that's, like, a little over six months. According to the BBC, Damien Hammond, 29, is a homeless and jobless man. Rare that someone would be both, I suppose. Who has taken on the persona of Heath Ledger's The Joker from The Dark Knight Rises? Oh boy. He admitted to what police called a crime wave of offenses, including. Get ready for this the crime wave from The Killer Cloud terrorizing staff in retail stores, waving a gun-shaped cigarette lighter while standing in traffic, and striking a police officer. He arrived at Nottingham Magistrates Court on October 10th with bright green hair, and he, as he was led to jail, he shouted, See what you have done? I will kill today! Adding that he would stab police officers and fellow inmates. He has also been banned from Central Nottingham for three years. Central Nottingham is not capitalized like it's a proper noun, like it's a place. It's just small c Central capital N Nottingham. So I wonder. I want I want to know what the logistics of that are. Our government in action, folks. The District of Columbia's Department of General Services. Oh, that's very specific. Fell victim to a scam in July when officials there wired almost $700,000 to a hacker posing as a city vendor. The fraudsters gained information from a vendor's computer system, reported the Washington Post, then created a fake email address by changing just one letter, from which they requested electronic transfers from the D.C. government. David Umansky, a spokesman for the district's chief financial officer, told the Post that since then, the city's protocols for making vendor payments have, quote, been modified to require additional confirmation before changing bank information. None of DC's money has been recovered. It's probably that nine-year-old that found out how to hack the uh, voting systems in Florida, wherever that was. Uh, news that sounds like a joke, folks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Give me a second here. In Mm Ochita Parish, Louisiana chicken owner, Stephanie Morse, told KNOE TV on October 18th that she is not going to be deterred from dressing up her chickens for Halloween. Even in light of a warning from the Centers for Disease Control about exposure to Salmonella. More than 90 people in 29 states have been infected with an antibiotic-resistant strain of the bacteria after coming into contact with raw chicken products. Dressing up live chickens might also cause people to be exposed to the germ. Don't kiss your birds or snuggle them, the CDC word. But Morse clucks back. I just like to put on, uh, put a sweater on them to keep them warm and comfortable. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Don't snuggle your bird. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I got to do a thing. Episode title: Inexplicable. The University of Kansas uh, Cancer Center. Just wants its colon back. That's right. It's missing on all the keyboards. The four thousand dollar, gi- the four thousand dollar giant inflatable colon used to educate the public about colon health, was stolen from the bed of a pickup truck on October nineteenth. The Kansas City Star reported it was scheduled to appear at a run walk event at a local park the next day. Well, Kansas City police are hoping the public will help find the 150 pound, 10 foot long colon and return it to its owners. Um, where do you get a 150 pound inflatable colon? And why would you take it to a walkathon? I need to lay down. Extreme reaction. Helen Washington, 75, of Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, faces charges of second-degree assault with a dangerous weapon after she ran out of patience on October 12th with her grandson, who continued to put his teacup on her furniture even after she repeatedly asked him not to. After dumping his tea out, the Minneapolis Star Tribune reported, Washington left the room, apparently to get a gun. Meanwhile, the grandson had made a new cup of tea and put it on the furniture. The argument resumed and Washington pulled out the 38th special, shooting her grandson in the leg. She told officers at the scene that she didn't think she should go to jail. A judge ordered an evaluation to see if she's competent to stand trial. Just a friendly reminder, because this is important, um, Donald Trump signed an order that makes it easier for people with mental illness to get weapons. Just saying, it's related. Who's a good boy? You're a good boy. Beagle Brigade, K-9, that's like Paw Patrol. That is almost exactly like Paw Patrol. Beagle Brigade K-9 Officer Hardy probably thought he'd hit the jackpot when U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agents discovered an unusual item in a passenger's luggage at Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson Airport on October 11th. Fox 5 reported that uh, Hardy had found a 10-foot-long, 150-pound inflatable colon. Uh, He smelled something suspicious and (laughs) delicious to Hardy, so agents opened the bag of a traveler from Ecuador to find (gasps) a cooked pig's head. The seizure at Atlanta illustrates the tremendous expertise of our four-legged canine partners in protecting the United States. No one is allowed to have boar's head this year. Oh, don't use this word. Gushed Carrie Davis, CBP Area Port Director for the Port of Atlanta. No doubt, to Hardy's distress, however, the pig's head was removed and destroyed. It was cooked. What's the problem? You can't bring your own snacks on airplanes. What are they, movie theater? Well, very expensive, very uncomfortable seats, very expensive snacks, and really bad movies. We've We've cracked the code. Illuminati confirmed. Airplanes are just flying movie theaters creative weaponry when Denver Broncos backup quarterback Chad Kelly wandered into a suburban house in Englewood, Colorado early on the morning of October 23rd. He didn't appear to oppose most of a threat according to ESPN News. For a second, I thought, "Why is ESPN talking about this?" And I remembered Denver Broncos quarterback. He sat down on the couch next to the female resident who was holding holding her young child and began quote mumbling incoherently." Police records show, but the man of the house, thinking quickly, shooed the 24 year old Kelly out with nothing more than a vacuum hose. Kelly, who had been at a Halloween party with teammates, was later found sitting in his car about a block away. He was arrested on suspicion of criminal trespass. But the real shame is how Kelly hosed his own career. On October 24th, the Broncos released him. Suspicion of trespassing. Not trespassing. We we believe you trespassed. We have witnesses who say you did. We're not sure. Our next story, Atif Masood, 42, an employee at a Tesco supermarket in Thornton Heath in South London, is suing the store over the harassment and racial discrimination he says he suffered when a fellow employee broke wind in his face. The Sun reported Masood claims he was targeted because he is Muslim, saying the, quote, unwanted conduct had the purpose or effect of violating his dignity. Tesco dismissed Masood's complaints in February saying it found no evidence of racial pro, uh, racial discrimination, excuse me. Masood's hearing will take place in 2019. Did they also dismiss the employee who did it? Again, there there are holes in these stories sometimes. Above and beyond. Oh boy, this is one. This is one for the news of the weird. Good thing we're reading it in the news of the weird. Judge R.W. Buzzard got a free pass on doing his cardio on October 16th after two inmates appearing in his courtroom at the Lewis County Courthouse in Chehalis, Washington, uh, made a break for it. The Daily Chronicle, I've heard this story, it reported that Tanner D. Jacobson, 22, of Onalaska, excuse me, and Cody L. Howard, 28, of Winlock, were being escorted out of the courtroom by a deputy when they turned and ran out the public door of the chamber. Judge Buzzard stripped off his black robe and set off in hot pursuit, grabbing Howard as he followed Jacobson down the steps. Jacobson was caught a few blocks away. Both inmates were charged with felony second-degree escape. What do we have degrees of escape, it's not you did or you didn't. Did you maliciously escape? Did you sneakily escape? What would the Shawshank Redemption escape be marked at? How about the one where you like take a picture of the camera and then you put the picture in front of the camera? So, you know what I mean? I want to I want a breakdown. Give me the bar graph. Insert stereotype here. Police officers in Clearwater, Florida. There that was so you could guess shared their good fortune on October 16th after they recovered a stolen van filled with Krispy Kreme donuts, reported the Tampa Bay Times. The van was stolen almost 200 miles north of Clearwater in Lake City, where the store manager donated the sweet cargo to the officers who shared their treats with local homeless people. Evidently, the resulting sugar coma impaired the officers' ability to hunt down criminals as the donut thief is still on the run. That is a long way to go for donuts. Our next story is called Ew. I don't know why I said it like that. William Friedman, 68, of Franklin Township, New Jersey, told police officers when he was apprehended that his weird practice of dumping his grandson's used diapers around town, quote, almost became a game. Friedman had been disposing of the soiled nappies along several roadways over the past year until an officer spotted him at 3.15 a.m. on October 21st making another deposit. Not only is the littering disgusting, but officials told the Associated Press that a motorcyclist crashed in June after running over a diaper Friedman had allegedly thrown out. He was charged with interference with transportation and faces up to $1,000 in fines. Interference with transportation is a crime in New Jersey. You'd think Chris Christie would have been in jail by now. The Way the World Works. Our final story. Krissa White of Pensacola, Florida, planted a butterfly garden in her front yard six years ago. Since then, she's nurtured monarchs through their life cycles, offering them a safe refuge from mosquito-targeting chemicals. But her yard has been the source of much discussion among neighbors, and in early October, the Crown Point Property Owners Association, the CPPOA, charged that White's butterflies violate the community's covenants against breeding or raising animals, such as livestock or poultry, on the property. Dogs, Cats or other household pets are exempted from the rule. WEAR TV, WEAR TV, reported on October 19th that white may be charged $25 every day for harboring the butterflies. <clears throat> uh, Spain, right? Have I got a deal for you? Would you like to buy Florida back? Tell you what, I'll give you 50 bucks if you take it. Please? Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the show this week. I hope you had a nice time listening to it. I hope you remember not to snuggle any poultry unless it has been thoroughly and safely prepared. Um, If you get candy, please remember that... uh, Well, you know, if it looks pointy, don't eat it. Um, Unless it's supposed to be pointy, I guess. I don't know. This, This whole kids getting poisoned with Halloween candy is ridiculous and apparently it happened in like Ohio or something this week which sucks but at the same time how about we share all the stories of when it doesn't happen just a thought anyway uh, thanks for listening of course you can check out all the old episodes lowbiasgaming.net slash electric leftovers where you can find playlists and all the other nonsense it's in the description of wherever you're listening to this now so why even mention it, I guess? I don't know. Uh, you can subscribe, of course, with any podcast software of your choice. I like Grover Podcast for uh, all the Windows systems. It's been the best podcast software I have ever used, ever, and they don't even pay me to say that. And if you like the show and you want to support it, please do visit patreon.com slash Machine where you can make a donation or uh, sign up and uh, you get stuff, free stuff. I mean, for your donation, but it's still free stuff. I don't know. I give up. Send us an email if you'd like uh, with any questions, comments, criticisms. Um, probably a lot of criticism. But uh, leftovers at lowbiasgaming.net. And uh, there it is. There you go. Make sure you uh, get out. Do the vote thing. Um, don't do anything stupid. That's not the vote thing, just in general.
1: to you by... Bye. Bye. Bye.